All right, what's up, everybody? Um, hold on a second. It's good to stay hydrated. All right. What's up? What's going on, everybody? This is the second episode of Me Not Shutting Up. I'm your host, Chief... What is my name? Just I'm gonna just call myself Chief. And this is just a show I never shut up. And I basically just log my life because I'm too broke. Well, that's just a lie. I could use my S7 camera. I don't know enough about videography to do a vlog. So basically, this is just me ranting about whatever I think of in the day. And then a play by play of my life. Alright, so I'm gonna save the life stuff for the end and I'll do the topical stuff first. So here we go. The first thing, oh my god, I just farted in here. I really gotta stop farting in here, because for those of you who don't know, I do this in my closet. Uh, and I put a chair in here because it was extremely uncomfortable last time. I'm gonna get a little mic stand or a tripod so I can just talk right into this thing. Like a like a light, like a light. A, I'm gonna figure something out by next time. But uh, anyway, the first thing I wanna talk about is this new iPhone. Personally, I don't really care for the iPhone. I'm not gonna talk about the features or anything. Really need to slow down. <sighs> Alright. I don't personally care about the features or anything. I'm trying to slow down when I speak because I realize if I talk too fast, you can't really slow it down, I don't think, but you can definitely speed it up if I talk too slow. So I'd rather talk too slow than talk too fast. Alright. First of all, shout out to all the Hurricane Florence victims. Um Wait, not victims. What am I talking about? I hope everybody did fine in Hurricane Florence. And uh, um, condolences to the... I think there was 12 victims last time I checked. So I'm just going to put a moment of silence for them. Yeah. So um, I got out just fine. Some hard rain. Power went out for a couple minutes. and I think it wasn't even a minute. It literally went out and went back in. As, as, as big as the last pause was between the, my voice... Actually, I'm going to pause right now, and I'm going to show you. The, the next time you hear me speak, that's how long it was between when the power went out and then when the power went back in. That's how long it took. It was literally one second. It was scary enough for me to get my flashlight, so I had to get the strap. <laughs> you know, no 50, but... Anyway, what, what was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about the iPhone. That's right. The new iPhone had... Did I talk about the iPhone yesterday, though? No, I was talking about other stuff. Oh, oh, oh! Let me start off with my dream. So the last dream I had, right, it was crazy. I was beefing one of my friends because he said something kind of wild and crazy. And that was uh, kind of out of line. But I had diarrhea. So I'm sure he was joking, but I didn't. I wasn't trying to hear it. I had diarrhea. We were supposed to link up. And then when, when I, he stood out my house for like two hours or something. And then, uh, yeah, he basically just killed my ass. And then he roasted me. So I was just like, dang. And then I had blocked him on everything. The reason why this is important to the story is because he was in my dream. Uh, um, crap. I, I really should do these in the morning. I don't remember what the dream was even about. Yeah, I, I got into a bus. I was standing at a building with, like, the old homies. And we got into a bus. And it was like, I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it. It was a bus, but it only had two wheels. One in... The front in the middle and one in the back in the middle. And it would wobble, wobble, and wobble, and wobble. And the dude, the bus driver, tried to tell me that it would stabilize somehow. Like, it was going to... It, it was going to be okay if it, if you just got in there and there was enough people on each side. I guess he was trying to say it would... It would it would kind of seesaw it. Like, it would even itself out like a seesaw. I don't know what I was dreaming about. I'm so hard for me to remember it. Anyway, I think I ended up getting in that thing. And I was terrified. That's all I remember about the dream, actually. I really need to start writing these things down as soon as they happen. Because after the first... It's like, it's like honestly, it's like a missing person. The first 48, I, I'm not going to remember it. <laughs> you know? Um, because most of my dreams are black to me. So, um... Yeah, the second thing... The second topic is kind of depressing, so I really want to skip it after talking about the iPhone. Oh, the iPhone had dual SIM cards, which is cool. Because if you're someone like me who likes to travel, you can put in two SIM cards, which means you can have a number 
for uh traveling like a G, uh, I think you only have to have GSM, but yeah, you have one number for traveling, then you have one for your main phone number, and it's really nice to have. You could have your business, you could either have the trap phone and your main phone, you could have the business phone and the personal phone number, or you could have your travel phone number and then your main. Oh man, there's so many options you can do with dual sims. Um, I love it. So, yeah, I think that's the second thing. Uh, the second, the second topic actually. Uh, let me flag it real quick. Is called the monotony of it all. I, I was, I was so tired. I, every day I do the same thing. I wake up, I do a little exercise, I, I blatantly ignore the rest of my morning routines. I'm like, that's way too long. And then I go on about the rest of my day. I do some school. I try to do some school work. Probably end up being last minute. And then I go to work. I watch YouTube, and then dance half naked and then I go to sleep because I felt like that was necessary to say because most of the time I'm dancing it's just in my house or outside but in my house I don't have a shirt on half the time because I'm in my house and it's hot like it is really hot you know I live in the south and I have African parents 80 degrees is nothing to them it burns me this is probably why I'm doing this right now because I think it's going to help me sleep it, it probably won't, but I just realized I do some of the same things every day. And then I realized, you know, there there isn't always, monotony doesn't always have to be a bad thing, you know, because there's a ton of stuff I do every day that I just love to do every day. Like I, I never get tired of eating. These There's a there's a small sect of, oh man, excuse me, uh, there's a small sect of people out there who, uh, they, for, they say they work so hard. I, I see these on success quotes and stuff. They say they work so hard they forget to eat. Um, unless you have some uh, issues with your brain, it should be literally impossible for you to forget to eat. Because I've never had a time where my stomach doesn't grumble. Now, some people, their stomach don't grumble. And it's just like they get a headache or they get dizzy and they pass out. That's scary. That never happens to me. I just... My stomach gets grumbled, and then I get pissed off. Because I'm usually a pretty chill, happy person. So I know if I get pissed off, I'm like, okay, I'm either tired or hungry. It's typically both. So, um, yeah. Um, it's not too bad, because it was supposed to be a depressing topic. Or, oh, the monotony of it all. Um, one life hack to, to rule them all. Take one part of your day and put something you like in it. Like, for, so, for example, right, let's say you hate... Like, for me, I hate ironing clothes, and I just hate organizing my room. But if I put on some of that new, 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 new Joe Bonin, new Royal Mouth, then it's way easier for me to clean my room. I could just clean my room like this. I don't even be thinking about it. It's crazy how... <laughs> I said that's crazy. That's how you know I watch that thing so much. But it really is crazy how they can just turn in some a monotonous chore into, like... A great conversation because I feel like they're just talking right to me. The way the structure of the podcast is like it's just them, the guys chilling. So it's like you have some guys with you just talking while you're doing work. It's so much better. It makes everything so much better. I wish I could like read and then listen to people's voices at the same time and not get them confused. <sighs> that would be amazing. All right. The third thing. Make simple, make, what did I write on here? My third idea, make things simple. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I remember now. So I was watching this video of, uh, I think it was Eli the computer guy or somebody. Somebody, they were talking about this. It was this old Zuckerberg idea of having an, an Obama thing where they had like the same shirt so they can get through the day. And basically they're saying uh, there's this thing called decision fatigue and the whole idea is that you pre-plan your meals, you know, you uh, go ahead and uh, wear the same thing every day so you can focus on the big decisions. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Uh, all I know is that things I don't like, I try to do that with. I try to keep it as simple as possible. Like, for example, one thing everyone's going to disagree with me on, listening to this, all two of you, all three of y'all, is that I know a lot of people... See, I just don't care about fashion. I know a ton of people see it as their personal expression, the way for them to show who they are to attract the people that I, I don't care. My primary goal and how I dress is literally I just don't want to get roasted. That's all. 
That's literally it. I just don't want to get roasted. I put on a simple polo shirt, dark jeans, and some vans, and that's it. I just I could just be moving with my day. And if it don't look crusty, I'm good. No stains, I'm all right. And then I get a haircut, and I'm, I'm good to go. I'm a simple man. I really don't care about fashion, but a lot of people do. But one thing I do care about is my technology. I, I do... Well, how, how certain people are about fashion, that's how I am with tech. I do use that as an expression of myself. Like, I think it makes a difference that I don't have an iPhone with me. I think it makes a difference that I carry two phones with me, even though one doesn't necessarily have, you know, service. One's kind of like the trap phone. Uh, you can do... Um, what do I even do? Oh, my phone battery. That's why I, I use two phones to save my phone battery because I'm kind of a power user. Because the S7 that I'm using to record this right now doesn't have a replaceable battery. So then I had to, I thought about it. I was just like, yeah, I could go ahead and I could, um, go back to my S5 with a replaceable battery. But the S5 is painfully slow at this point. Like, I just couldn't deal with it no more. So I use the S5 when uh, I have Wi-Fi and then the S7 has my unlimited data on there and that's how I do my thing. So to put it simple, um, make most things in your life simple so the things you care about, you can really go ham on because most people aren't gonna have the discretionary time or income to not have to make the clear distinction. Um, what's the next thing? Escapism, oh, that's a fun topic. Um, I, I realized over the years, uh, my gaming journey is what led to this. So my gaming journey, it all started in, uh, first thing I ever played, I remember playing is the Game Boy Advance SP. Everybody had the Game Boy back in the day when I would come into elementary school, we would come in and we would sit and we would just watch TV before class and we would sit with our class. Everybody was linking up playing Game Boy Pokemon. I couldn't afford that junk. Keep it real, I couldn't afford that junk. But one, I think my brother for his birthday or Christmas was the only time I got stuff. And my brother got a Game Boy Advance SP. I was like, yo, this thing is fire. I remember Super Mario Advance 4, which is really just a remake of Super Mario Bros. 3. This is why my opinion on remakes is kind of different. Because because of my age, like, most remakes is how I got introduced to games. So while people think, you know, they're just rehashing stuff, it really does introduce a younger audience into a lot of classics I may not have uh, been into. But the whole thing is, in that during that time I was on the come up, you know, I was a young and you know, getting into the game and everything. Gaming was not a socially acceptable thing. Uh, in the sense that my parents did not think it was a uh, great hobby. They did not think it was a good hobby at all. So I was just like, well, um, I mean... I was I sat there come me I wanted to get an Xbox. Me and my brother wanted an Xbox. Tried to convince my mom to get an Xbox. She was like, nah, I don't want you getting anything. It's too violent. Them games got swords in it. You know, it's not right. But then Nintendo comes around with the whole we would like to play and all them commercials and stuff about how kid friendly it was. Long story short, I ended up getting the Wii. Uh that was that was uh Mario Kart Wii. You can't touch me on that game. I've I've literally never been in a fight in my life where the other person actually fought back, but the only time I ever got into a physical altercation um was over a game. So I will fight you in Mario Kart. But I won't it won't get to that point because I'll win the game. But you know, you know how that is. Why did I even bring this up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh during the time I wasn't the I was pretty much a loser in school. It was actually pretty it's actually hilarious how little clout I had. It was me and my three homies. <laughs> and we sat at a table by ourselves at lunch. And the funny thing is you're not even supposed to do that. You're supposed to sit with your class. But my class would literally break off seats so that they wouldn't have to sit by people they didn't want to. And it got to the point where so many people had broken seats to where I would have to sit. If you didn't get your food first, you would have to sit at your own table. So I was like, I'm not going to be sitting here fighting these people every single day. To be sitting at a table with a bunch of people that just roast me all the time. So I just sat by myself for a little while. And I think it was like one person offered me to go come to their table. But the thing is, I had too much pride. I was just like, nah, I'm going to be on my own. Screw you guys. 
I'm gonna be here. <laughs> Y'all gotta come to my table. <laughs> you know, I thought I I really had some ego, really some ego issues. It must have been because I I just didn't. I wasn't feeling that. So I guess I wasn't the only one. So me and my three homies ended up having our own table, which is funny. Everyone just ignored it because they thought it was a silent lunch table. It even got to a point where our guidance counselor pulled us all in there and was just like, "Yo, um, are you guys okay?" Do you feel safe asking these dumb questions? Like, <laughs> like, what is that supposed to do? You see, you see four kids sitting by themselves. We chilling. I mean, I don't even have a problem. I'm not even mad at nobody. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Just me and my homies at our own table, and we just chilling. I think they, I think we got broken up after that. But we had some fire stuff going on. We made our own card games. You know, we was chilling. I had a pretty good time at that table, so I can't even be mad at that. But the reason why I say this is my friends were the ones that mainly got me into gaming in general. Well, my family, really. Well, the school. School was what introduced me to gaming. Friends was what kept me in gaming. So what got me my first Steam account and got me into PC gaming, I was playing Skyrim at like 720p at 20 frames per second. It was trash. My PC was trash. Because it had no dedicated graphics card. And for those of you who don't know what that is. Uh, your PC has onboard graphics. Or you can have a dedicated graphics card. And a dedicated graphics card makes your games look a lot better. Run a lot smoother. I ain't had that. I was broke. So you know how that is. And my Wi-Fi was trash too. So we used to sit on Skype and just be talking. Every single day. Like I didn't really have nobody to really talk to like that. And uh, I live in an age where we didn't really talk to our neighbors like that. So I literally just come home. I think I just do my schoolwork and then that was that was pretty much the end of the game. <laughs> there wasn't really no going over to nobody's house or nothing like that. So I had a lot of time to sit with myself, which is pretty good. I think it did a lot for my self awareness. But what ended up happening was uh over the summertime, yo, I went crazy. We would wake up in the morning, right? Or afternoon really, like eleven or twelve. I would eat, I would shower, I would eat, and I would get on and I would sit on the computer for like 16 hours a day, straight talking with the homies and online friends and gaming. And I go to sleep. <laughs> so it was pretty much just games, anime, sleep. That was one of the greatest, most legendary summers ever. I watched, um, that's what I got. Well, I watched 650 episodes of One Piece in three months. Each episode is 23 minutes, so you can do the math. I mean, I skipped some of the recaps and, uh, openings because i know it's blasphemy but i wasn't feeling every opening i'm not trying to hear the same song i would be watching sometimes 20 30 episodes a day so that opening i mean it would drive me crazy <laughs> it's like how um i heard the, at Guantanamo bay they'd be doing them crazy punishments like playing elmo and screamo bands on repeat uh just to drive you crazy them them openings will drive you crazy if you don't like it because it gets stuck in your head i don't care if you hear the same song 30 times like you, you're gonna have an opinion on it it's not gonna be lukewarm so I had to be skipping them. Why was I saying this again? Yeah. So I ended up getting into... Uh... Well, if you want to have a hunk of head interest in me. Oh, my bad. I remember. Oh, crap. You know, I'm not, I'm not editing this at all. I'm just going to flag it again. I'm going to start it all over. Okay, where was I? Where was I? I was at playing... Yes. So playing games is always an escape. Life was boring. It wasn't like trash like oh i hate life it was just like man i was so painfully bored i had to figure out something <laughs> i had to figure out something that couldn't be taken away anything that was fun to me what i felt like as a kid was just taken away but in actuality i just didn't have any clue of moderation so when i jumped into something i was so obsessive that i would just jump on it and then my parents would be afraid i get addicted to it just like Yu-Gi-Oh. i had a huge Yu-Gi-Oh phase and it was fire but they freed my man Stratos 2018. The meme may die. But Stratos is alive. Amen to that. Oh man. I'm I you know I'm I give up on trying to be on track. The whole point is I always play games for an escape. Um it was always fun to me. And then I, I stumbled upon oh yeah, we started anime club. Cause I got into anime heavy. That was my I binge watch one piece. I don't know which one. Of, oh, Full Metal Alchemist was what made me an otaku. But Sword Art was my first anime. Now it's popular. To, like, Sword Art is now, like, rust of anime. It's just popular to just give it an L. It'll always have that special place because it was, like, my first anime. And I was into games. So games, anime, I, you know, I already know it's going like that. Because that was my dream. 
you know, the Otaku dream was just, oh, it was perfect. You know, women all over you. No parents. Just you, your homies, fighting against the world on your own terms. It was so, the ideal was so much fun. The escapism was great. Going to cons was so much fun. But I got to a point where, um, it was one time an anime club. One of our sponsors, because we were trying to get sponsors. All we had to do to start a club was just get a sponsor in a time frame and just tell the dude what it was about. Our manager who manages events to make sure it wasn't like the kill people club or nothing stupid. So two of our sponsors were talking. She was like, yeah, I kind of feel bad for these kids of generation. They're just going to go to school and go to college, get a job and die. Pretty much. I paraphrase it. It wasn't like that brutal. But that's how I process things in my head. So I was just like, dang, that sounds like that sucks. I think I was like 17 or 18 at the time. Well, 16, 17 or 18 because I was about to graduate. And I was just like, man, I I can't do that. So I was like, how can I not do a 9 to 5? Because I was like, I can't even focus for more than like four hours at a time. You know, which most people think, oh, it's no big deal. Four hours, lunch, and then another four hours. But I mean, like. The first four hours I work in a day are nothing like the rest of the day. I could probably get, if y'all heard of the 80-20 principle, 80% of my work can get done in the first 20% of my day. Like 80% of my productivity is in the first 20% of the day. So anything I do in the morning, that's why I can always work out consistently, but it's hard for me to study consistently because once it passes morning, I'm almost never working out. I'm almost never studying. You know, it's just hard for me to get things done when it's not the morning. So I looked it up. That was when I got into this whole self-development kick, which I'm kind of still on, but I'm trying to wait off of because I realized after a while it starts to get repetitive. There's only like a few books that really, really put things in perspective for you. Um, But I didn't really have that. What Another thing that was what made me start looking into it. I was like, hmm, so there is another way. But I didn't think too much of it. Then I listened to this book on a long, long flight. It was like a 10 hour flight called Life in Half a Second. I listened to it like twice. And it was talking about how in the span of the universe, our lifetime is like a half second. So we got to make something of it. I never really thought about my life like that because I was like 18. I think 18 at the time. So I was just like, yeah, I got time. I'm just going to be chilling. All I really wanted, like my my idea of a beautiful day was so simple. It was just pizza, the homies, some anime. And that was it. I really need much. <laughs> I didn't have any great aspirations of million dollars. I never... I was never shocked by that because the people, well, first of all, I never really saw much of that rich life or whatever because I didn't watch much TV to begin with because it was the point of watching TV. I didn't have much people to watch TV with. All I watched was cartoons like Transformers and nobody was really into that. And if you were, you didn't say you was because it wasn't cool. So <laughs> let's see where I was going with this. Yeah. So um, what ended up happening is I bought the book later on I read through it and I was just like, man, I could do anything and people like yeah man with the internet then i started watching youtube i started seeing these people around my age that were like just like me and were into nerdy stuff so i was like oh wow you can be into nerdy stuff that's cool that's cool but to make it to put it simple right gaming had always been an escape for me it's always been a way for me to help deal with the the monotony of life because you may have to do the same type of busy work you may have to go to the same school or job but you can always play a different game. You know? You can always find a different place. A new adventure. And, it, and there's no danger. And it can't be taken away from you. Because you paid for it. You know? That was that was a big deal for me. So to put it simple. After I got on the whole self-development kick. Every time I played a game. I was just like, man, I don't. I don't feel the same anymore. I just feel like. I feel like. This is going to sound corny, but it always feels like I should be doing something more important (laughs) because I'm not that good to where I can. I know for a fact I'm self-aware enough to know I'm not that good because I don't want to be that good. I've put almost I played over a thousand battles over 150 hours in Smash and I can still barely beat level nines. And this is Smash 4. Like it really shouldn't be that hard for me, you know. So I know that (laughs) I know that that's it for me. (laughs) So to put it simple, when it comes to games, anime, I'm still haven't really watched anything. Once school's done, though, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have a field day on my breaks. But in terms of, uh, like, watching, I'll go into reading the latest One Piece chapter during class. I'm not really that obsessive anymore. I still love it. Still love the people. 
It's such great people. It's not like the science fiction people where they'll be like, oh, you don't know about this. You don't know about this. There's not really too many elitists. People just love that you love it. <laughs> and they don't really care about anything else. You know, it's just it's just a beautiful thing. I think anime is really one of those things that if we really put our minds to, we can like have it surpass race and all these stupid issues and just have it be a great medium everyone can enjoy. To put to put, to put it simple, I basically got strong enough to where I didn't really need the escapism anymore. Now I get that escapism through YouTube and uh, and then books. Just watching and reading about people I want to be like. Because I never really had any role models, which I know it sounds cool now. Because like, oh yeah, no role models. Nah, I just didn't really look into people like that. I was... <laughs> the way my brain worked, every, every flaw in myself, I forgive myself. And then every flaw in other people, I kind of like blow up. I, I used to be like, I used to be one of the people on Twitter who would be like, yo... Martin Luther King cheated. He ain't that great. I would I would have been that dude had I been on Twitter. You know, <laughs> stupid. I know, but you know, that's why you grow. They say they say if you can't look at yourself the past year and laugh at how dumb you were, then you're not growing fast enough. So, if I can take that uh the if I can take that advice, that's what I'm gonna tell myself. I know I'm growing fast enough because uh, <laughs> me even a year and a half ago, I'm like wow. What a moron. And it's mainly just social situations. It's not even like school. Because <laughs> even with me like failing the classes, I could just be like, I didn't put effort into it. But I mean, my goodness, when it comes to people, whew, my social skills could really, really use some work. And they've improved so much and there's a long way to go. And I know that's what's going to happen. So I spent 15 minutes and around about on one topic. So uh, I'm going to have to speed through the rest of these or save them for tomorrow. Well, then I can give you guys an hour today because I didn't I didn't do it yesterday. So, yeah, I can make this one an hour. So, yeah, that's really why I no longer game. I don't need the escapism that much. That's all it really was for me. I didn't really have I appreciated the art form for what it was. But for me, primarily, it was just an escapism. It was like a crutch for me to get through life. And I'm better now. So I don't really I don't really need it too much. Life is life is on a better track. The future is looking better. I'm a futurist now. Another thing I was talking about, because I, I got back on my Eli the Computer Guy binge, because he is so, his voice is, well, pause, it's the best to listen to when you're just doing, another thing that gets you through monotonous tasks, you can just, it's just great, I even subscribed to the failednormal.com just so I could listen to more of his, his voice, pause, but it was great, you know, you just get to listen to like a tech professional that's been doing it. In a voice that just doesn't piss you off. Because one thing people don't realize when it comes... I know everybody wants to start a podcast now. But even with YouTubers, like, I can listen. And especially with rappers, which I want to talk... Leads into my next topic. Your voice plays such a big role in how much I, I can stand you. Or I can't stand you. You know, it plays a huge role. So, for me, personally, it's just like, dang. If I have somebody who's saying the same thing... I take the person with the better sounding voice. That's just how I roll. I need I need someone with this. Like for example, one thing uh, with my brother, he loves uh, Kendrick Lamar. But I think Schoolboy Q. I like Schoolboy Q because he sounds better. I like listening to Schoolboy Q's voice better, which leads me into something that's been I've been thinking about. But I didn't know other people were thinking about till I saw a video on it. YouTubers and rappers need a union. Like, every single time it feels like I'm reading about something, how the label screws somebody over. There's a whole history of labels basically making their money of screwing rappers over. And now they have the excuse now. And just musicians in general, really, but it's rappers especially because of the, you know, a lot of them come from uh, backgrounds that aren't privy to the, you know, business of things. But if rappers had a union, like, let's say somebody had to take a break. Because they had to battle a drug addiction or whatever. Or some like take Lil Xan. Let's say Lil Xan was like, yo, I just found out my dad a crackhead. I need to sit down. I got to think about this. We just got to chill for a minute. If he was in a union, he could still be getting paid for a minute. And then come back and then just not be crazy. But instead, he got to be working like crazy because he only make money during tours. And that's how the managers be snatching his phone and stuff. Conversely, if on YouTube, somebody's like, yo, I'm about to have a baby. I might need cool it for three months. <laughs> PewDiePie and then and Philly D and all these top creators could be like, yo, look, uh, we not posting videos unless you make sure that they're not going down the algorithm. I don't know how they would do that union type of thing, but I think it could work. 
uh, YouTubers and rappers, the only th the only thing I think it couldn't work, the only way I think it wouldn't work, is because the nature of those two professions have a lot of ego. So I'm not sure if YouTubers would want to take off their their bottom line, take anything away from their bottom line for the risk of going further in the future. And I don't even know, if, <laughs> like the idea of like. Logan Paul and like Jake Paul and then Rice Gum and KSI all being in the same union, getting along, talking about the same things. And because like I think they have what their terms of service or whatever, they can't talk about how much they make. But if Rice Gum's like, yo, I'm making 60K a day, but then Jake's like, yo, I'm making 100K a day, and then KSI is like, I'm making 80K a day. <laughs> Would Jake and KSI be willing to take off the top to make sure they all get paid the same 70? I don't know. You know, I don't know. So it's, it's an interesting thought. It definitely needs to happen or it needs to have some sort of contractual thing because the amount of my favorite creators that their views are just tanked for no apparent reason, it just makes no damn sense. Like, it really doesn't. Because <laughs> a lot of these YouTubers, they hear about algorithm changes from either just uh, defectors, hackers, or media outlets. And it's just not right. Like, these people built up your whole platform. You're just going to ditch them for TV? Like, come on now. And YouTube should definitely. Like, if your channel dies for an algorithm reason, give them a severance package at least. Or a warning. Like, it's just wild the way <laughs> some people's videos just be going down randomly. And they'll be like, why did it go down? YouTube be like, oops, my bad. The amount of times that's happened is crazy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So they definitely should have a union. I have no idea how they go about that. I don't know how their egos will clash, but I think it's definitely good for the future. You guys are getting a lot of content from me because <laughs> you lucky I missed yesterday. I'm going to make this thing an hour. But YouTubers and rap... Um, no, no, I already talked about the rapper union. Um, I'm going to get a pen and start crossing these topics off. <sighs> okay. I'm in community college right now, and I just think it's so outdated. That's what I want to talk about. But really, it's just that I didn't want to study. So every time I don't want to, my brain rationalizes. And it comes up with some great reasons. It's like, yo, man, this curriculum is so out of date. It's like 30 years old. Everything's cutting edge. You should just drop out, go on lynda.com. And then my brain kicks in. It's like, wait a minute. We've already spent a year and a half and too much money doing this. Just pass on through and get it done. <laughs> and then I got to keep on going. But I don't want to want to beat that dead horse because I think everybody knows college as an institution is kind of, it's really not much the wave no more because of the price. I don't want to beat that dead horse. I just want to talk about the curriculum because if the curriculum, if the value is what you pay for the price, it wouldn't be that much of a problem. It'd still be a problem, but it wouldn't be that much of a problem. But the fact that you pay for a product, you don't feel like you got your money's worth is problematic. Like, why am I learning about, like, COBOL and binary? It's like, it doesn't make sense, yo. It don't make sense. I'm never going to use this. So, would anybody in college or that's going to go to college know that you got to educate yourself if you actually want to get a job and know that that thing's just going to be a piece of paper, basically? You got to know why you're going. And that's all I want to say about that, because I'm going to be back in school tomorrow. So, don't really want to think about it too long. Oh, and uh, I really, another thing I thought about was how tragedies put things in perspective. Because uh, Hurricane Harvey made me realize something that was very obvious. Like, the the natural way this earth is supposed to be, we as humans and in our industrialization, we've taken it for so far out of its own element that our new normal is completely, like, it's so fragile. Like, the way... <laughs> The fact that a, a tropical storm can just come through and just knock out people's power like that and flood our homes so quick. We're just like, man, this is crazy. It's so, it's so wild this happened, you know. And we, we look at it like it's something out the blue. But then you look at it and you're like, wait a minute, natural disasters. It's natural. It says it in the name. <laughs> we the ones not doing, you know, what, really what we're supposed to do. Not that I'm against, not that I'm against industrialization, but I mean, it just put things in perspective to me like, wow. Gotta appreciate the human ingenuity and the uh, stick to itness we had to. Every single time this thing comes back down, someone's house gets flooded, you know, we go get our insurance going, we put it back together. So, it's pretty wild. Um, what else?
one step at a time. I'm really trying to get my life together. Uh, study more often. Trying to take things one step at a time. Because every single time I make this crazy schedule, I want to improve myself. And then it just never happens after three days. So what I want to do is I'm going to take it super slow. And I just want to get my consistency. Like this podcast is trash right now in terms of audio quality. But I know if I keep doing that every day, I'm going to get a stand for this thing. Right? And then then a few weeks later, I'm going to get a mic for this thing professionally. And then a few weeks later... I'm going to I'm going to be out this closet. I'm going to be in like a studio. You know, and then and then I'm going to have like sponsors and stuff. So I just need to I just need to realize got to take things one step at a time. And right now, I got to focus on getting a good podcast together. And I really got to learn audio editing. But uh that's further down the line cuz I don't feel like doing that right now. I just want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk, okay? All right, that's what it's all about. Oh, I just saw this video on Cat Williams. Oh, my goodness. It was hilarious. This is the time I really wish I could edit stuff because I could just commentate right over it. But I'm going to just tell you, basically, he straight up said his unfiltered opinion on the industry and basically saying Tiffany Haddish didn't deserve. She didn't prove herself as a comedian to deserve the success she's getting. Which, um, personally, I'm a Cat Williams fan, so I'm kind of leaning towards him because I had never heard of her prior to that Girls Trip movie. And Cat Williams did make some valid points. But uh, a lot of people took it as, oh, why is he hating? Oh, because he's not as successful, whatever. I'm like, okay, but Cat Williams is definitely a millionaire. So, uh, I don't really care what you say. Like, it's not like he's losing money at Tiffany's expense. I think he's just as someone who's been in the game, and I think as Joe Budden kind of said it best, like a lot of these comedians that have been in the game like 20-plus years, they kind of see Kevin Hart and like Tiffany Haddish and them as like the mumble rappers and comedians. Not that they're like have no talent, but it's just like it's it's just easier these days. It's easier these days, and they're who Hollywood picks, so they're going to be the ones in the big movies doing all the stuff. And what, what was really more interesting that actually why I wrote this down is because I thought about it in... People like the uh, Joe Buttons, the uh, uh, who else? Cat Williams. Anybody who speaks candidly these days, uh, it's kind of just seeing. Oh, why are you hating? Why are you hating? Why? Not everything is hate. Sometimes it's just constructive criticism. If you're using just ad hominem attacks and all that, I see what you mean. But Cat Williams, he didn't raise his voice. He was he was upset, but it was more so out of like a. Out of the passion for the craft, it wasn't really so much that he hated Tiffany Haddish. He just kind of threw those names out as examples. I don't think he hates those people, you know. Like, Michael Blackson and Kevin Hart definitely don't like each other. But, I mean, I highly doubt Cat Williams is sitting at home pissed off at uh, Tiffany Haddish or, or Kevin Hart or any of these people that are out here getting crazy money. I don't think it's hating personally i don't think cat williams is hating i think he's just saying well this is how i feel i'm gonna speak my truth i'm gonna get it off with the platform that i have and uh that's the end of it and that slander he had with wanda it was it really was kind of too far but it was so funny because i read in the comments that like she does a bunch of interviews like that and she'll just be having slight jabs at people but i don't know why people don't understand you cannot you cannot out-talk a comedian when their their whole job is basically just to make sure they can outsmart you. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I, I really don't understand why people think they can just have win-roast sessions with comedians. You're not. You And you if you do, you really need to come correct because that's their job. They do it professionally at the highest levels, especially if somebody like Cat Williams. If you think you're going to be sitting here getting jokes off at his expense, then... uh. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to be ready for it. Me, personally, I enjoyed the interview. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I agree with Cat Williams because, obviously, he's my... He's definitely up there. Him and Michael Blackson are my favorite comedians of all time. I know I know the popular thing is, like, Dave Chappelle and all them. Um, Dave Chappelle is great. It's just that... I don't remember. I, don't, I think Cat Williams, Cat Williams is... Oh, my goodness. He's so wild. He's just so funny to me. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. He just cracks me up. It's just, it's, it's more, Michael Blackson and, and Cat Williams are more my style. Like they just, they just fit me. They're so funny. 
Like, I'll just be rolling, laughing. Cracks me up. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see here. What's the next topic? Oh, snap. I have 20 minutes left to talk. I only have one topic to talk about. So I can... What are we going to do here? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this new segment. I'm going to call it Thought Experiment. Um, what would I do if I could reinvent myself? Like, if I was a god, I was just making myself. How could I do it? Honestly, since I don't have enough perspective on life yet to say if I would change like my race or anything major, and I don't want to screw things up too much because of the butterfly effect, so I'm gonna keep my race and body type and everything the same. Um, one thing I would change, I would definitely make my voice deeper. I've always been insecure about that. It's pretty annoying how everything grew on me. I feel like, but my voice is still the same as it was in like middle school. It just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. I, I can't stand. Even when I go back and listen to these podcasts, part of the reason I, I hate editing it, I don't want to have to listen to my voice over and over. It's just, it's something I shouldn't have to deal with. I don't think anybody should have to deal with. Not even being self-deprecating. Well, I am, but I'm, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't like it. You know, I wish it was deeper. And then people are like, oh, yeah, it's no problem. You know, you... You get a deeper voice because puberty for guys sometimes takes to like 24. I mean, well, I've been waiting. And, uh, it didn't happen yet. So I would change my voice. Um, I would definitely change where I grew up. Uh, the South really ain't it for me. Um, I don't know where I would have picked because I haven't been to enough places. But I probably would have picked. If I had to be in the South, I would have picked somewhere like Atlanta or Texas. And I would have been in a city. Because I'm not meant for the small town living. I don't like knowing everybody. I don't like the fact that I know everybody who lives in this town. Like, that's kind of annoying. I like the idea of living in a city. And somebody living in the same city as you and you never see them. And if you be with somebody, you can just never see them. It, it's so simple. But, you know, I don't like this thing. You, you see somebody you don't like everywhere you see. You see them at the grocery store. You see them wherever. Everybody's seeing you. There's not a whole lot to do. So everyone just talks about each other. You know, it's pretty boring. Uh, I think I think small towns are basically just places where old people should retire. And little kids should grow up. You know, um, maybe just not me, though. I mean, I'm not my personality is not conducive for this small town, slow paced lifestyle. So that's two changes I would have made if I had to reinvent myself. The third thing. I probably wouldn't even send myself to public school, but I don't know. <sighs> the stereotypes of the private school kids make me want to go to public school because I feel like I'll be un less worldly. And I deal with people even worse than I already do. So I don't know what I would do. But I would do something about my education situation because I can't just go off public school. <laughs> you'll be you'll be missing some things. <laughs> You'll definitely be missing some things, to say the least. Oh, my goodness. Um, What else would I change? I would definitely change. Actually, I think that's it. There's not really too many things I would change. Because there's a lot of good things I got going for me. I just had to, I just had to really get and adjust, you know? More money is always a good thing, but I'm not really sure how much more because... I, I guess it really would have been a financial literacy because if you had given me more money, I, I don't really know what I would have done with it until now. So more money in the past doesn't help. More money in the future is, is always necessary. So I think that's how I would have reinvented myself. I don't have anything else to talk about, really. Uh, I still have about 16 minutes because I'm not going to end on no 45-minute podcast. Oh, man. What else is there to talk about? Um, I got this app called Off Time to block all these apps so I could go to sleep from like 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. So I can't even check news topics to talk about that I thought were interesting. Did I even cover everything yesterday, though? Because if I knew, I would have written down more than 10 ideas. But, um... One thing, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about, you know, what's going on in my life right now. So, I'm on my last semester of community college. I'm about to get my associates. And I'm really trying to move out, you know. I, my goal by the end of this year is just to be moved out the house uh, with a job. I want to work remotely. 
And I can move to Thailand and ball out of control. <laughs> you know? That really is the plan right now. Um, to make a remote job. Save money. And then I can funnel it into my passion project. So that way I don't have to be no starving anyone. One thing I did find that was interesting though. Is Eli the computer guy was talking about how he moved away from YouTube to his own membership site. He made his own WordPress site. Used this thing called Podbean for his podcast, his video podcast, and then Vimeo for hosting video. And the whole thing, the whole setup only cost him like 100 a month. But he made a really good point because it was like, at first I was thinking, oh, why would I just spend $100 a month on something YouTube does for free? And then he was just like, well, I have like 900. He has 920-something subscribers, like 919,000 subscribers, right? Something crazy like that. But on average, each video, he gets like two or 3,000 views because he didn't really play the algorithm game after a while. And then he just got his ranking went down, 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 down. That's the way he explained it, right? But if you have your own platform, there's no such thing as, oh, you just randomly getting content ID and you're just getting knocked off. Or your channel just randomly getting deleted for no reason that you would know of anyway because no one communicated to you. You have control over your own platform. And the biggest thing, the biggest argument that YouTube really has going for it is that it has reach. But he made the smartest advice I would ever give anybody if I knew what he did. He said, make a YouTube channel, basically that's just for advertising, like for your passion project. So for example, let's say you have a games channel, but you want to expand and you want to do like interviews. You want to do live events and you want to do stuff that you know isn't really going to please the algorithm, but you know will please your core audience. Set up a membership site, have them pay something like $5 a month or whatever, just to cover, you know, the basic needs. Play the algorithm game on YouTube to get the advertising you need to funnel into your membership plan, right? Then you can go crazy within your own membership thing. Kind of like how Rooster Teeth has their own uh, website. And they can just kind of do whatever they want, pretty much. You know? And going forward, like, right now, it's going to be harder and more expensive. But going forward, you'd have more control over what you want to do. Because even though you have less reach, if you have a thousand people that pay... $5 a month, you have a middle class income, right? And it's not that hard to get a thousand views on a video. I've gotten a thousand views on the videos on past channels, you know, so you could, you could easily throw some ads at that thing. I mean, <laughs> even if you didn't even want to make videos, you could just throw some ads from Facebook and all them. And you don't even have to put all that crazy tracking on there. So you won't have to deal with uh, that Cambridge Analytica weirdness and all the stalking on social media that they'd be doing. So when he was talking about it, I was eating that whole thing up. And once I figure out what I really want to do, oh man, I'm definitely going to set up my own site. Because to have that kind of control is crazy to me. Because it's just like, of course, like a, a few years ago, it would have been impossible. All I, I What I really need to do is better internet. Because what I, I think what I do best, what I would do best in is something like streaming. Where you're like live interacting with people. Because for me, I don't know how to edit or anything. I'm not really that good at polishing things. I tend to ramble on and on and on and on. This whole podcast probably could have been like 20 minutes if I planned things out and written it down. But where's the fun in that? I like things raw and uncut. So <laughs> that's how I'm going to do it. Because the way I see it, if you don't like it, you can kind of skip through it. You know, get to the interesting parts. That's why I try to flag it. But when I get more organized, what I'm going to do... What I'm doing right now is just testing. Once I get the real topics, I'm going to start organizing things. Because what I want to do is talk about like tech, life, and then whatever I find interesting will be at the end. So whatever gets popular will be the first thing. Life will be the second. And whatever I feel like talking about will be at the end. So that way when people come for it, they can just get it. Because I hate when people advertise something. Like they'll have a headline for something and they'll never get into it until like 10 minutes in. It's just like, dude, oh my goodness, just let me see what I came for. It's so irritating. So I hate doing that. But now I'm starting to think. I'm just like, man, I don't I don't really see. I definitely don't want to be beholden to any platform. So taking the time now and just working for a few years, I could definitely have a middle class income doing what I like to do. And I could experiment and I could collect people's emails and all that to the point where there's no algorithm foolishness that could affect me you're not gonna lose all your income or your whole 
library of videos in one day because you said something stupid. Now, if you said something real stupid, then everyone just unsubscribes, and then you gotta, you got that's on you, you know. But uh, that's not gonna happen, most likely, because if they subscribe to you, they're ready for it all raw and cut, and that rarely happens like that. So, I mean, in this day and age. There's really no reason to rely on just one platform. I just don't think it's it's a wise choice anymore because it's like these companies have shown you time and time again they're willing to turn their back on you at the at the at the slightest moment of things getting hot. Because at least if you were an employee, some companies will try to defend their employees, see where they're coming from. YouTube would be like, "Who was it? Hmm. Yeah, you gotta go." <laughs> it almost don't matter who you are. Now, if you make them that serious money, then then they have to take a second look and be like, "Hmm." We won't kick you off, but we gotta we got mad to take ads away or something. You know. <sighs> what I liked about YouTube is that I could get entertainment that just wouldn't be possible anywhere else. Like niche anime and game content. That that's that's not going up on TV. Twenty thousand people gonna view that. But twenty thousand people seeing that, that's a lot of views for one person or one little group. <laughs> and 20,000 views, you take like 10% of that and, and you got, let I me mean, not embarrass myself, but that's a good amount of people to get into a membership group to get, uh, to sponsor you, you know, get updates and stuff. And then you don't have to worry about no stupid algorithm changes. You just kind of go with the flow. So yeah, the grind is a lot slower, but over time it'd be a lot better. And that's what I've been thinking about. I've been doing a lot of thinking. I really want to be, I want to be someone who's good out the gate. I know I know like the way for popular YouTubers to be like, man, I was trash when I first started, but you know, people just people just come for the content. Nah. Today there's too much high quality content for someone to sit through some trash. So I want to be good at what I do before I start. You know, with the which is which is which is pretty um hypocritical considering how I'm doing this podcast, but I genuinely I genuinely do not have the time. Unless I do. I don't want to put in the time right now. To make this thing as professional as it could be. And I don't know enough about anything in particular to have a set topic. So I'd rather just do a bunch of topics to get my voice going. Learn a lot about something I like. And then talk about it. You know, and then either bring on guests or or interviews or or whatever. And then whatever gets popular is what I'll just keep doing. It's a lot easier. Because it's hard for me to choose. Because I think everything I do is amazing. But other people don't. So what other what other people decide is what it's gonna be, you know. Um, what else am I doing? I've been looking for some white shoes, and I've been looking into because I've been trying to get my fashion right. I just, like I said, the whole my whole goal is not to get roasted. So my whole wardrobe right now is basically just black, white, and blue. Ex- <laughs> Pretty much everything in my closet is either black, white, and blue because I knew if everything I have matches, I don't have to worry about what I'm gonna wear because it's just black pants, blue shirt black shoes or white shoes. It don't matter. Everything matches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything matches. Black hoodie, black pants, white shoe, I'm gone. Because I don't really be going nowhere That's uh, except for work, which I, I put on a suit, obviously. But, you know, I'm not really into the whole extra extraness. So, I'm going to go out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start thrifting because that's what I've been seeing. These people have been doing eBay and thrifting. And I was just like, why not think of that? AliExpress, eBay, Thrifting, I don't even care about the brand. I just need the utility. I'm a, when it comes to fashion, like I said, I'm a utilitarian to the core. Because I know how much these things cost. And I'm not buying no Supreme Brick for three fit. Anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. People should buy whatever they want to buy. Because my goal is to have Apple products, Android. I want, I want every different type of piece of tech there is in the world. Just to have it and see it and play with it and mess around with it. My goal, like if I could have anything right now and just learn as fast as I could I want to make a viral video of me dancing with a bunch of robots and then it would have some deep message to it kind of like on some this is America type of thing but it would just be with dancing robots because then it would just I wouldn't have to explain things it's really hard for me to explain what I see in my head to other people which is why I envy artists because I get an image in my head it looks stupid like stupid it never comes out right. But these people can just put paint perfect images. And people are like, oh, I see what you're saying. Or like Spike Lee could be like a, like a movie. And you'd be like, oh, I see what you're saying. You may not agree with what they're saying. But you see what they're saying. With me, it's just like, oh, you don't even know what you're saying. Because I, I don't even know what you're trying to get across. So it just sounds dumb. 
So that's what I really want. I want to get good at some medium of communication so I can explain to people. At least I just want people to see where I'm coming from. Really. That that's the beautiful thing about oh, heads up the maximum recording time for segments of sixty minutes, keep an eye on the clock. Oh well it turns out sixty minutes is my limit anyway. <laughs> that's perfect. Alright, cool. So I'm I'm pretty happy about this whole thing. So yeah, uh I think I just want some white shoes now because I went on vacation. I bought man, I think I spent like six hundred dollars on clothes. Which to put this in perspective, I haven't bought new clothes in about five years because I was growing so fast. Like I was a size 13 in shoes at age 13. And my mom was like, your legs are growing so fast. Your feet are growing so fast that she would buy me something in December. And then like literally three months later, it would not fit at all. Like it would be short. Like it was never even bought correctly in the first place. So she was like, you're just going to have to roll with it. So I had high waters all through um, middle, middle school and. It was so bad that even when I sagged, it was still high waters. Someone pointed that out in school and everyone laughed. I was just like, you know what? I don't even have anything to say because you're not even wrong. It's just upsetting. The whole situation was just upsetting. And that that was really what... Because I, I, I think at that point I had associated like... Because I tried. I tried so hard to get all these latest fashion trends. But when I got something, it wasn't cool. It didn't matter if everyone else had it. But then people would copy me and it was cool. I didn't realize... The whole idea of cool was just a concept. I thought it was an actual thing I could just go to the store and buy. <laughs> Naive me. Little did I know it was a it was a perception and not and not a piece of clothing. But you know, you learn things as you grow. You know, at least ideally. You know, I like to think I learned some things. And I think I'm doing a lot better. So I'm planning for tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna go to school. And uh I'm going to do my best, you know, because that's all we really can do in this world. It's just do our best. And if you haven't noticed, yes, I'm trying to talk this thing out to 60 minutes because I didn't do it yesterday. And this is very fun because I don't do a whole lot of talking in a day. Family says I talk too much. My friends don't say that, but I'm sure they're thinking it because I don't really talk to that many people. So I figured if I could do it like this. I could just be quiet all day. And at least I know my thoughts got out. Plus, I love the idea of going back and looking at old stuff. But I don't want to go back and look at it and have it be trash. So, like, I wanted to... One thing, uh, I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk. He was like, I know it's going to be great to look back on these vlogs and stuff. I was like, he's right. But I don't feel like doing vlogs right now. <laughs> I don't have the money for no camera. I want a cameraman. If I do it, I want to do it big. You know? I want to do it big. I can't yet, so that's why I'm not doing that. But what I can do is record this podcast and see what I was thinking when I was younger. And that's what excites me. Mm. <sighs> oh, man. I wish there was a pause button on this thing so I could just pause it. What if I have to pee in the middle of this thing? You guys are going to hear me pee. I just want to let you know. Because I'm not stopping it for nothing. Just going. Uh, tomorrow, I'm just going to talk about whatever 10 ideas pop up in my head. And I'm going to try to have more structure to this thing. I don't I don't really think... I'm not sure if this freeform thing is the best. Because I like the idea of listening. Like, for example, with, with Joe Budden, I know I'm going to hear some cool hip-hop stuff that I forgot. You know? Even though he may talk about, like, insecure and shows on TV I don't really watch and stuff like that. I can sit through because I know it's going to get to hip-hop. It's about hip-hop primarily. You know, I want I want you to come to my show for something primarily. You know? With a lot of the podcasts I watch, see the hip hop, uh, tech, or or uh, I think that's it. Actually, it's just hip hop and tech. History podcasts are hard to listen to because I feel I be feeling like I'm supposed to take notes in that thing. But I, it's hard for me to just passively listen to history because then I want to go back and tell the story. And there's so many gaps. People don't think I know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, man, I should have just taken notes, you know. So actually, I can check right now what podcast I'm listening to. Let me see. Uh, I got, uh, yeah. It's literally just technology, self-improvement, business, and hip-hop. <laughs> That's it. And you know, it's funny, the 80-20 rule. I got like 53 podcasts I'm subscribed to, but there's only five or six. Well, actually, one, two, three, four, five. Because I don't really listen to Gary Vee that much because... I like to execute more, like he says. 
There's only like five or six that I listen to whenever they come out. That's dummy lit. And with that said, have fun. Do the best you can because that's all we can do. And I will see you guys next week.